0: Thank you for joining the Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, we will study the books of Joshua, Judges, and Ruth. During this study, we will learn to have faith in God and follow His leadership, even during the most uncertain times of life. So grab your copy of the Fall 2022 Adult Study Guide and your Bible and follow along.
1: A lesson for November the 13th, 2022 is entitled Spiritual Decline of Israel. It comes from Judges 17 verses 1 through 6, 18 verses 30 and 31, 19 verses 26 through 30. The key verse is, in those days there was no king in Israel, but every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Judges 17 verse 6. The application the student will acknowledge that living by human wisdom leads to destruction while obeying the truth of God's word pleases God and will bring satisfaction to the student. Seeking the Context Within our text for this week, we twice encounter the theme verse for the book of Judges. In those days, there was no king in Israel, but every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Judges 17, verse 6, 21, verse 25. Israel had rejected God as its king and repeatedly disobeyed his commands. No one was seeking the will of God. And the people did what they thought was right. The result was a sinful mess. They crafted idols and appointed priests for the worship of these idols, Judges 17. The tribe of Dan refused to take the land inheritance the Lord appointed for them and instead looked for another place to dwell, Judges 18. The Benjamites committed sin quite like that of Sodom and Gomorrah, and the civil war in Israel almost wiped out the tribe of Benjamin, Judges 19 and 20. The manner of preserving the tribe of Benjamin was nothing that the Lord ordained, but only the rationale of sinful men, chapter 21. From Judges chapter 17 forward, there is no mention of any other Judges, Previously, the Lord raised up judges to deliver the people from the oppression of foreign nations, Judges chapter 2, verse 16. But because Israel continually rejected God for idols, the Lord was no longer willing to deliver Israel from its own troubles. Psalm 85, verse 15 tells us, But thou, O Lord, are a God full of compassion and gracious, long-suffering and plenteous in mercy and truth. But there comes a point, when God will no longer deliver. Zechariah chapter 11 verse 6. We will see in this lesson the result of rejecting God's will and living by human wisdom. The wisdom of this world is foolishness with God and the world by wisdom knew not God. First Corinthians one twenty one. 21. Living by human wisdom leads to disaster and devastating losses. Can you describe a time when you rejected God's will for your life and followed the path of your own wisdom? What was the result? Searching the text. Number one, Micah's idolatry. Judges chapter 17, verses 1 through 6. And there was a man of Mount Ephraim whose name was Micah. And he said unto his mother, The eleven hundred shekels of silver that were taken from thee, about which thou cursest, and spake of also in my ears, behold, the silver is with me, I took it. And his mother said, blessed be thou of the Lord, my son. And when he had restored the 1100 shekels of silver to his mother, his mother said, I have wholly dedicated the silver unto the Lord from my hand for my son, to make a graven image and a molten image Now therefore I will restore it unto thee. And he restored the money unto his mother, and his mother took the two hundred shekels of silver and gave them to the founder, who made thereof a graven image and a molten image, and they were in the house of Micah. And the man Micah had a house of gods and made an ephod and a teraphim and consecrated one of his sons who became his priest. In those days there was no king in Israel, but every man did that which was right in his own eyes. The narrative of Micah illustrates the religious perversion that had become commonplace in Israel. Micah did not live up to his namesake, who is like the Lord, but instead was a thief and an adulterer. There are two ideas about the 1,100 shekels of silver. One is that Micah stole the money from his mother and then later admitted it and returned the money what is sad it is when a son steals from his mother the other is that Micah stole back the money from the thieves who stole it from his mother stealing is stealing no matter the rationale and breaks the eighth commandment of the lord all stealing is sin When Micah returned the money to his mother, she blessed her son in the name of the Lord and dedicated the money to the Lord. But neither the blessing nor the dedication was uh, befitting the Lord. The Lord takes no pleasure in stealing, even if the money is given as an offering. And the idols fashioned by the money were an abomination to the Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 25 and 26. Micah added the idols to his already established house of God's it seems that these idols were meant to represent the Lord, but this was an outright violation of the first two commandments of the Lord, Exodus 20, verses three and four. Was Micah treating the one and only God as a God among the gods? Our Lord God never belongs in a house of idols. You cannot serve God and an idol, First Corinthians chapter 10, verses 19 through 21. We can never do right by doing wrong nor can we somehow make up for our sins by supposedly doing something for the Lord. When we sin, we must confess our sins and be forgiven, 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. The essence of paganism is that the worshiper must buy their God's favor. In the worship of the true God, he gives us his favor, grace, by purchasing our forgiveness through his Son, Jesus Christ. We cannot worship God with pagan principles because God had been rejected as king of Israel and his commands for them had been abandoned. The people were left to their own devices and they said, there is no hope, but we will walk after our own devices and we will, everyone do the imagination of his evil heart, Jeremiah 18 verse 12. It was a bad time in Israel. Why can we not have idols in our life and worship God at the same time? Number two, Dan's disobedience. Judges chapter 18, verses 30 and 31. And the children of Dan set up the graven image. And Jonathan, the son of Gershom, the son of Manasseh, and he and his sons were priests to the tribe of Dan, until the day of the captivity of the land. And they set them up Micah's graven image, which he made all the time that the house of God was in Shiloh. Judges chapter 18 gives the history of the tribe of Dan's migration from their God-given territory in the south to the place of their choosing in the north. Dan was having trouble driving out the Amorites who forced them into the mountain, Judges chapter 1, verse 34. But the rest of the story is that Dan did not depend upon the Lord for their conquest. Instead, they turned to idolatry. Dan had decided that God was unable to provide a place for them, so they must find their own. They sent spies into the land and came upon Micah's house. Since we last read of Micah in chapter 17, he had employed a wayward Levite named Jonathan to be his personal priest. The Danite spies wondered what a Levite priest was doing there, recognizing that this situation was not right. But still they asked the priest to seek God on their behalf. How strange it is for a disobedient priest to ask God for directions for a disobedient tribe. Not surprisingly, the Lord did not answer. And Jonathan lied to the spies, saying that the Lord would be with them wherever they go. Judges 18 and verse 6. Then the spies later assumed upon this lie by telling their brethren that God would give them the new land. Verse 10. It is a terrible sin to take the Lord's name in vain by lying in his name. Why God did not strike them all dead speaks only of his mercy. It seems strange that the Danites were willing to fight for a land that was not theirs, but unwilling to fight for the land God had appointed for them. But they came upon Micah's house, threatened Jonathan, the priest, and stole Micah's idols. After being offered the position of priest of the tribe of Dan, Jonathan gladly helped the Danites steal the idols. Jonathan was nothing more than a priest to the highest bidder, and he and his sons became priests to the idolatrous tribe of Dan until the captivity of the northern tribes of Israel in 722 B.C. The tribe of Dan got their land and became completely idolatrous. As a result, they were completely lost as a tribe of Israel. Their name is mentioned sparingly in the rest of the Old Testament and is omitted in the list of the tribes in Revelation 7. Instead of accomplishing God's will through conquering the land, he had promised them, They forsook God's will and did that which was right in his own eyes. Judges 17, verse 6. The last statement in Judges 18 is a striking reminder. And they set up Micah's graven image, which he made all the time that the house of God was in Shiloh, verse 31. While Dan had migrated to a place that was not their own, and hired a wayward Levite to establish an idolatrous religion for them, the true house of God, the tabernacle, was set up in Shiloh where they were supposed to have worshipped. How far we stray when we do what we think is right in our own eyes? What sin do you see that the tribe of Dan committed in Judges 18, verses 30 and 31? Number three. Benjamin's terrible sin. Judges chapter 19, verses 26 through 30. Then came the woman in the dawning of the day, and fell down at the door of the man's house, where her Lord was, till it was light. And her Lord rose up in the morning, and opened the door of the house, and went out to go his way. And behold, the woman, his concubine, was fallen down at the door of the house, and her hands were upon the threshold. And he said unto her up and let us be going, but none answered. Then the man took her up upon his ass and the man rose up and get her unto his place. And when he was come into the house, he took a knife and laid hold on his concubine and divided her together with her bones into 12 pieces and sent her into all the coast of Israel. And it was so that all that saw it said, there was no such deed done, nor seen from the day that the children of Israel came up out of the land of Egypt unto this day. Consider of it, take advice, and speak your minds. The longer we read Judges, the worse the sin of Israel becomes. In Judges 19, we read of a Levite and his concubines. She could have been his wife. But the use of concubine indicates something less than a wife. Concubinage was started by man and not by God. God ordained marriage in which a husband and a wife cleave to one another and are one. Genesis chapter 2 verse 24, Mark chapter 10 verses 7 through 9. This concubine played the whore. Judges 19 in verse 2. And it goes without saying that such behavior is completely opposite to the will of God. When this Levite and his concubine arrived in the city of Gibeah in in the tribe of Benjamin, the acts of all the men involved were heinously sinful. In a scene much like that found in Sodom, compare Genesis chapter 19 verses 1 through 11 and Judges chapter 19 verses 22 through 24. The men of Gibeah, attacked the house seeking to commit homosexuality with this uh, Levi. No matter what some might want to convince us of today, the Bible never presents homosexuality in a positive light. It is called uncleanness, lust, dishonor, vile, vile affections, unnatural, unseemly, and worthy of judgment. Romans chapter 1 verses 24 through 27. It is in the list of the unrighteous who will not inherit the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. It is called wickedness and folly in Judges nineteen twenty-three. But the man of the house and this Levite were just as vile or maybe worse. The man was willing to give his virgin daughter to these wicked men, and the Levite gave his concubine to them to abuse all night long while he slept soundly within the house. At dawn, this tragically abused woman lay dead at the door. It is unthinkable that something this evil could happen among God's people Israel, but it did. It is important to notice the connection between idolatry and sexual perversion in the Bible. Romans chapter 1, verses 24 through 28. Often, if not always, idol worship involves sexual immorality. The Israelites at the foot of Mount Sinai committed sexual immorality in worship of the golden calf, 1 Corinthians ten seven and 8. When people ignore God's commands for marriage and morality, the results are what is described in Judges 19. The Levite took the dead body of his concubine and cut it up into 12 pieces, sending a piece to each of the tribes of Israel. It was an act that had never been done in Israel. The result was civil war in Israel when all the children of Israel came against the tribe of Benjamin, Judges 20. Benjamin was almost annihilated, but the men of Israel came up with an idea of how to save the tribe and find wives for the remaining 600 men. The first idea was to kill all the inhabitants of Jabesh-Gilead for not supporting the fight against the Benjamites. After the slaughter, 400 virgin daughters were kept to become wives for the Benjamites. With 200 men still lacking wives, the elders of Israel came up with the idea of having these men kidnap wives for themselves at a feast at Shiloh, where the house of God was. This is bizarre to say the least, but things like this happen when people reject God as their king and do what is right in their own eyes. Judges 21, 25. What are your views on homosexuality and all sexual immorality? Setting the application. Judges does not have a happy ending. It is not a happy book. We see very little good and godliness among the characters in Judges. There are a few instances such as Gideon and Samson's parents, but overall, it is a dark and sinful time. Obviously, it is not a book that tells us how to live, but how not to live. It also shows us what happens to a people in society who reject God and his commands and live by their own human wisdom. When people do what is right in their own eyes instead of what is right in God's eyes, an immoral, evil mess results. We live in such a world today, but there is one light of goodness that shines throughout the Book of Judges. It is the goodness of God who, despite all the wicked things the people of Israel did and how they repeatedly disobeyed Him, kept Israel alive, intact, and in the Promised Land. If we believe not, yet He abideth faithful. He cannot deny Himself. 2 Timothy 2:13. What can we do while living in such a godless, evil world? We can point people to the faithful God who is willing to forgive and willing to save. What comparisons can you see between the world of the judges and our world today?
0: Thank you for joining us in another lesson of the Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying again with you next week as we continue going through Joshua, Judges, and Ruth learning to live victoriously in uncertain times. Until then, join us daily for our daily devotionals at www.bogardpress.org.